this is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Bonus Episode 17 Centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the May 29th show in Nashville, Tennessee at the Ryman Auditorium on my birthday from Weird Al's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Well, from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast, happy birthday, Ethan. Thank you, Dave. What a wonderful day I got to spend with you and Jackie and Kate and Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, holy, let's see, five, fiveity? Trinity? It's the holy fiveity, yes. Fiveity? <laughs> Can't think right now. It's uh, late. <laughs> yeah. Always. Why do we always record these so late? I don't know. Maybe they should have the end, have the concerts end at like uh, four o'clock in the afternoon. That would be helpful. That would be really helpful. Uh, <laughs> that's not an official Ethan's suggestion or Dave's suggestion, but that's just that's an official Dave's suggestion. That's for sure. <laughs> well, we don't have a theme song for your suggestions. <laughs> no, we don't need one. <laughs> if we don't, don't need one. <laughs> mine aren't very good. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's your birthday. It was your birthday yesterday at the show? Well, it's technically. technically still my birthday, uh, Hollywood Star time. Okay, well, so, so we'll go with that. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was great. We we slept in. Um, I slept in and just kind of relaxed. And um, you got to do yeah, something kind of cool in the morning that that Kate and I maybe are going to do because we're here a few more days cool. than you and Jackie are. Yeah, you definitely got to do this, and uh, you deserve sleeping in on your birthday. You were allowed to. Uh, <laughs> I slept until two. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He really did. Um, uh, yeah, so Jackie and I, so we're staying at this really nice hotel, uh, Cambria Hotel downtown, or, air, or not downtown, airport, I'm sorry. Airport. We accidentally <laughs> went to the downtown one last night. <laughs> And the uh, the right. airport, the airport one. It's really nice. It's 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 a cool place. It's like brand new too. Brand new. It's all air, air, it's all airplane theme. Airplane and theme. It actually, if you stand outside, airplanes fly like over your head. You can almost touch them. It's yeah, amazing. It's, but somehow in the room, you cannot hear them at all. So they did really good soundproofing here. Anyway, so what one of the cool features this hotel has? It has a pool that is shaped like a guitar. <laughs> it is is so cool, and so uh, Jackie and I we went out and hung out by the pool uh, this morning and uh, went swimming in the in the guitar. I've never gone swimming in a guitar before. <laughs> <laughs> You've been swimming in music, but never a guitar, right? Uh, no, it's it's uh, that's really cool. Uh, Kate and I did not remember to pack uh, swimsuits, so hopefully we can grab some um, yeah. and, and go swimming. Um, it was, yeah, this was a nice day, and then we decided, well, let's go downtown, and um, we originally wanted to head to Third Man Records, but we're like, let's grab, you know, some a quick bite uh, first. Yeah. <laughs> so, quick bite, a yeah. A quick bite. So we head into downtown Nashville, and I think I, I mentioned it's my first time in Nashville. It's your first time, too, right? I mean, I was here when I was a uh, um, probably... 
elementary school, maybe, maybe big starting junior high when okay. I was younger child, but as, as an adult, time. it's been yeah. Yeah, my first time here. And I certainly don't remember much about my trip to Nashville. Well, uh, so, yeah, so we, we start going downtown and this is still, you know, what, two in the afternoon or whatever. And it was pretty packed already. Like you just like, once you get to a certain street, it's just a mob of people. Yeah. I think it's called broad, <laughs> Broadway. And Broadway, just like, okay. yeah. And you like, we're, like it's like not like a block away from the Ryman Auditorium, and we parked very close to the Ryman Auditorium. But it's it's like office and, buildings and boring stuff, and then and like, all of a sudden it just like opens <laughs> up, and you're like in Spring Break in Daytona Beach, or like in, on a Bourbon Street in New Orleans, it's, or it, like Las Vegas Strip. It's amazing. There's mobs just, of people. There's giant neon signs, music playing everywhere, yeah, live music, live playing. music. Yeah, just um, people walking all over the place, and and just it's like like. Like these restaurants that are like five stories tall, like seriously, insane. it's insane. Um, so we, and they're packed. Like there's like there's not room to move in any of them. They're I also just, wanted to packed. mention this, and maybe people who are, you know, more familiar with Nashville will understand. But as we're driving in, we see this building that looks like Batman. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, <laughs> Batman had, building. It, it's just like it was. It said AT and T on it, so I assume it's the AT and T building. And um, it looked like Batman. So look it up, Nashville AT&T building. Let us know what you think. Well, Ethan, in celebration of your birthday, I think it's time for our very first Coke Zero solo. And I think I'm going to give you the honor. Oh, Coke Zero solo. Okay, so um, you got to call it, Dave. Coke Zero. Ethan, how about a Coke Zero solo? He's struggling. He's struggling. And? There we go. Thank you, Ethan. <laughs> Coke Zero solo. Yeah, so... Uh, you yeah. didn't say, what a guy. What e Thank you, Ethan Allman. What a guy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, this this was, like, packed. It's it's uh, insane. And it is, it is Memorial Day weekend, and I'm think sure that's adding to, oh, yeah. to, yeah. to it. But, I mean, this place looked like this is probably hopping like this on weekends at, at least, or maybe even during the week. Who knows? I know it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, um, so when we parked, we parked in the parking garage and we passed the Ryman, yep. um, on our way to Broadway, this busy street. And we're, we just were walking randomly and just, we came across, I don't even remember exactly the name, but it's, it's Kid Rock's Honky Tonk I don't know restaurant or <laughs> bar. I think yeah, something, yeah, something it, just, that, yeah. It, it looked so dumb and bad that we're like, this is going to be a really fun experience. So <laughs> we went to the the Kid Rock thing, and and Al recently kind of uh, dissed Kid Rock when uh, he said people keep asking is Kid Rock's new song, uh, a, you know, one of my parodies. He's like, no, that's <laughs> legitimately a Kid Rock song. Um, so okay, so what was it? Uh, Frank just slid us a note. Kid Rock's big ass. <laughs> Honky Tonk. <laughs> it's Kid Rock's Honky Tonk. Kid uh, Rock's Honky Tonk. Uh, yes. It was, there it is. Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk and Rock and Roll Steakhouse. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> so we we see that they had a rooftop. And we, we just, you know, the, the weather was pretty nice. And we are like, let's just go to the rooftop. We finally <laughs> get some open air and kind of overlook the city. And um, so we went up like five flights of stairs. Oh God, you just kept climbing it, and climbing and really climbing. Really steep stairs. And we finally get to the top and it just says like, seat yourself. So uh, just as we were walking up, someone was leaving. So we grabbed that table. And was it like an hour before we saw yeah. a waitress? It, it, we, and 
I, I guess like each floor, there's like a live band performing, like yeah, a country band, and because we're out of the first floor, I'm like, oh, you know, it'll be kind of hard to have a conversation with a live band. So let's <laughs> no. go to the next floor, and then each floor was a floor, different, including band. the roof had a li- had a live <laughs> band performing, and like people like like uh, just partying, you know, just drunk college drunk. age people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not just that, like old, some older people, you know. Like Drunk old people, too. Just, just, there's just a whole variety of people <laughs> just out having fun. And, uh, and it, was la- it was loud and it was hot because we're on the roof. And, uh, the, you know, they just have tiny little, like, beach umbrellas that barely cover yeah. the table. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and you know, we sit down and, and we're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And like you said, I don't know how, we didn't time it, but it had to be half hour, hour before I somebody mean, even came over it, and was like, you a, guys want a drink? Yeah, it took a long time and uh, it was super busy. Um, but um, we finally got our drinks, we got our food, and um, the food was okay. You know, it wasn't... Uh, I, it, it, yeah, it was... It, I don't, think okay. you, I don't think you go there for the food. I think you go there for the atmosphere. Right, right. <laughs> Um, but it was a, it was an interesting experience. Was, there was, there was, must have been at least five or six bachelorette parties and at least one bachelor party going on up on that floor. It was it was insane, just so many people there, and like there are multiple like multiple multiple back to back like of these restaurants next to each other, and they're all hopping like this. So it, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. And so while we're uh, sitting there waiting for our food, I decide to check my email. Uh, <laughs> you know, of course, on your birthday, you get you know a lot of uh, texts and Facebook messages and that kind of stuff. It was really nice. Uh, thanks to everyone who wished me a happy birthday. Um, and so I went to check my email, and I see an email, and it's just titled Time Sensitive. So I'm like, okay, this Uh-oh. is probably spam. <laughs> it's like, you know, like when you get junk mail in the mail, it's always like, open immediately. So I'm like, all right, time sensitive. It's on my birthday. I'll, I'll check it out. And it's a an email from Al. <laughs> and it says, oh, come on. You knew this was coming. And it was a link to his um, American Greetings uh, birthday card. Oh, how cool. How programmed cool. to Ethan with my correct age and everything. Wow. So, uh, thank you so much, Al. That was quite an amazing surprise. That's that's pretty stinking majestic. That is really pretty stinking majestic. And, Very cool. And uh, I'm sorry, Al, you were not the first person to send me, uh, <laughs> send me the American video. greetings card, a, a, a Weird Al mashup greeting card. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. So be, next year, be a little bit faster, Al. Yeah, come on, Al. So right who was the mid- first person to send you an American greetings it card? It was actually Kate's stepdad. Oh. Uh, and her mom sent me one, like, immediately at midnight. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you were up there, Dave. You, you sent me one. Uh, Allison Parsons sent me one. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting people, but I made a point to watch the song completely through for each person who sent it to me. My oh. mom sent me one. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what to do next year. Everybody has to send Ethan cards <laughs> so that he has to spend his entire birthday watching them all 24 hours. That sounds like a great birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I should I should say um, I did reply to Al's message. Um, and... Uh, I you know I, I, I thanked him and, and said a few things, but I uh, I put in there uh, can't wait to see my first ever birthday show tonight. If I could just request one song for my special day, and I hope this isn't putting you out by asking. But ever since you played it in Poughkeepsie, New York, I can't stop thinking of it. Could you please, please, please 
play the unplugged medley tonight, <laughs> that would really make my night. So uh, the special request I sent in to nice. Al. Um, so we'll have to see well, if, we'll if he We'll have to follow played. up on that one and see if he plays your special <laughs> request or not. Um, so by the time we got done and, and paid and out of the honky-tonk, uh, yep. <laughs> it was pretty much time for Jeopardy. We did have uh, some VIP for tonight. Yeah. Uh, so we, we got back and, and we checked in and we went in and um, the, the whole thing that we're really excited about is they have... Um, uh, special posters that they sell at the Ryman, the Hatch Show print um, that are, you know, these really cool posters that only are, are sold there. So, um, unfortunately, merch was not open before mm. uh, Jeopardy. So, uh, once Jeopardy was in, you know, we went in, we sat down, and... Um, well, it took a little while. I guess they it were did having take a little some, while. Some, some uh, they're setting up still the stage, so they didn't want to let people in and other stuff going on. So we did hang out in the lobby for a while. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. We- and actually, uh, before we even went in, uh, we did get to run into uh, Dakota Rimmer, host of Me Talk. Uh, I'm going to mess up the podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Me Talking Weird Al. Me, to you. Yes, Me Me Talking Weird Al. To you, another Weird Al podcast. Uh, ran into him first time we've ever met him yeah I, and i don't think he expected to see us there no. so it's really cool we got to say hi and uh get him some stickers and stuff yeah and and, and uh, also our friend ken who ken, we met in i believe ken from reddit yeah yeah ken from reddit we got to see him again and i think i actually saw him from a distance at some of the cave shows mm. the cavern shows um but it was good we got to chat with him again and uh he's actually working on putting together a podcast so um uh, maybe we'll get to be on uh, Ken from Reddit's podcast. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, and uh, it was really cool getting to uh, to see both those guys. And uh, we'll have a little bit more with uh, Dakota a little bit later. Yeah. So then, um, yeah. So we go in and we're waiting. And actually, uh, oh, so uh, I forgot to mention Jeremy Samples was there. Yep. And uh, he was waiting to pick up his ticket at the box office. Will call, and um, he was going to Jeopardy as well. And so. I'm like standing, chatting with with uh, with Jeremy, and we're waiting for the sound check to be over. We couldn't hear the sound check, unfortunately. But while I'm standing there talking to him, I saw Steve walk by, Jim walk by, <laughs> Bermuda walk by. Wow! <laughs> so I, uh, as I saw each of the band members leave, I was like, I, I think we're getting closer to getting to go in. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. We just kind of went in. And this, is my, this was my first Jeopardy experience. My yeah. first VIP experience. Yeah, so um, we, we go in and we sit down. And, and the uh, Ryman, so I'll just talk a little bit. The Ryman Theater, it's amazing. It, it, it was a former church, which is pretty cool. Ryman yeah. Auditorium, I yeah. guess. It was a former church, and there's like these giant stained glass windows in there, and all the seats are pews, like church pews. It's really pretty cool. Yeah. And like, the, they look, I don't know that they are from. In the I 18, think they are ninety-two or whatever. I mean, they're they're legitimate church pews, and yeah. they still oh, have yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if they're original or not, but uh, but it's pretty cool in there. Uh, it's definitely set up neat. Uh, there's a balcony in there that kind of overhangs, you know, uh, some of the seats, and uh, like you know, for the VIP, uh, you know, J- JW tells everyone just go. Don't worry about where your seats are for the show. Just go sit in the front, yeah. you know, f- section. And uh, the whole Jeopardy setup is up there. You know, the uh, the questions, there's a little podium with an applause sign. <laughs> and uh, there's, you know, the, the three little podi- the three podiums where the contestants stand. It's really, it's really well done. It really looks nice. 
And JW uh, looks and very snazzy in yeah. his uh, his suit and tie. There's like all like there's like <laughs> yeah, it's all lit up appropriately. You know, it's really it's there's sound really, effects. Sound effects. Yeah. It's it's a nice it's a nice fun. I had a lot of fun. Oh, there's planes flying overhead of us, <laughs> and uh, a lot of fun uh, at it. And uh, you know, I put my name in for Jeopardy. Because, I did too. You know, I wanted yeah. to, to participate. Uh, you put your name in. I know that uh, Jackie, my wife Jackie put, put her, her name in there. And so um, when we're checking in. They, they handed each of us a card, and my girlfriend, Kate, starts filling out her card. And I said, Kate, would you really want to compete in Weird Al Jeopardy? And she's like, no. I didn't know what this was for. <laughs> so she did not enter. Uh, see, she should have entered and made you be a tribute. She could have. She could have. But, yeah, she... Uh, you know, she actually probably would do pretty good. She, yeah, she sure listens she to our podcast, and we no, <laughs> have a lot of uh, Weird Al information. Um I, I would say anyone who listens to our podcast probably has a leg up on um, Weird Al trivia. Yeah, so you know, JW goes over the rules and, and has a little fun up on stage, and then uh, he's, <laughs> he goes, uh, he sends somebody out. <laughs> I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he had this most amazing blue mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it was like gravity defying mohawk. Yeah, it was amazing. And, uh, and so they brought the names in, and uh, he had a special assistant. Yeah. Um, last time, the first, the only other time I, I saw Jeopardy this tour. Uh, Marnie was the uh, assistant. And Marnie the, the merchandise. Uh, Marnie uh, Farlow, the merchandise coordinator. Yep. But tonight it was Melissa King, the tour manager. That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. She came out and, and uh, so she, they picked the names. And it was, uh, I think, a guy named Chad, a kid named Basil, and... And... Uh, Jackie Rossi. Jackie Rossi got picked legitimately. <laughs> legitimately got picked right out of the thing. And, and he started going, especially exotic uh, animal veterinarian. And she just got up and yeah. just walked. She's like, I know who this is. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so it was like, it was pretty cool. It was like, wow, how awesome. Like, her, this is a, uh, this is Jackie's third time playing Jeopardy, and the third time that she was picked is it was pretty cool. Yeah, so like, the first two times were on the, on the, uh, on the yeah, previous on the, on the vanity original tour. Vanity Tour, and so it was pretty cool. It's, it's like, like, how do you get picked for all these things? <laughs> like, she legitimately, they pull his name out, and he, and he picks her. It's kind of funny. That and was like, funny. She must just have, like, the right... I don't know <laughs> the right weight of her writing her name on the card to make it be in the perfect spot where he flips it around. I don't know. <laughs> now, did we mention? I don't know if we mentioned on uh, sixteen centimeter yesterday that um, when we were talking to Jace, who uh, attended Weird Al Jeopardy, said that there was a Dave and Ethan's two thousand inch Weird Al mm. podcast question. Nice. Um, and do I don't, we, do I don't we, know what the question. Was. I said, do we know what it is? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, there was a question that mentioned your podcast. I was like, really? What was the question? He's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jace. No, that's pretty cool. That's pretty stinking majestic. Because if yeah. anybody was at that cavern show, the VIP there, and remembers what that question is, please let us know. Give us yes. a call three four seven spatula. Or hit if, us up on if your name happens to be UH Jeff New Sarah and you wrote that question. That would be uh, nice. You could just let us know as well yeah <laughs> and anyways any way that you can get us that that question we'd love to hear what it was and maybe we'll ask it on the podcast even yeah and we'll see if we can answer it i don't know if we <laughs> uh, we know. might not know um but without going i don't remember any of the questions from tonight to be honest uh yeah i mean yeah the, i don't know that oh, we want to go through about, all of them no no we're not going to go through um but uh but I'll tell you that uh, the three contestants up there were all very knowledgeable on Weird Al trivia yeah, yeah, sometimes I've seen Jeopardy where you get like three stinkers and nobody knows yeah. any of the questions. But 
Um, Jackie certainly had some competition up there. Yeah, Jackie had some. Yeah, Jackie definitely had some competition up there. It was it was a very even match for most of it. Um, the, I guess the uh, one <laughs> the one thing that that happened was Jackie actually selected the daily double, and uh, she had risked all of her points on the daily double. And uh, I don't remember what the question was, but. Uh, JW asked the question. Oh, I do remember. It was uh, where were the uh, something about eat it where the the starving kids were from. Oh yes, and instead of saying what is Japan, she just said she just said Japan. Japan. And uh, instead of awarding her it, all so of her she points, did not, she did not follow the rules <laughs> and and put the uh, qu- the very loose rules very that loose didn't rules. seem to always be followed. <laughs> but legitimately, she didn't follow the rules, so she lost all of her points, and that set her back. So that that uh, I think that's put put a uh, Chad in the lead. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and then Chad stayed in the lead for the rest of the game. And then he was in the lead, so he didn't. Yeah. So they go to final jeopardy, and uh, you get to wager. And Chad was far enough ahead that uh, there's he, no way he could lose. That yeah, if he just wagered zero, it wouldn't have mattered. And he did wager zero. And I do had, remember the final jeopardy question. Oh. It was, um, which two songs does Al say there's no X in a word? Right. And uh, I know you got it immediately. Yeah, I got it immediately. And I, the first thing I thought of was obviously word crimes, no X in espresso. Mm. Um, but then I was like blanking oh. on the second one. And I turned to you, Dave, and you had it immediately. Yeah, that, yeah. so the answer is what is Bob and what is... Uh, Word crimes. word crimes. What is word crimes? Yeah. What but is the, word the crime Bob lines, of course, no X and Nixon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have got the. I would have got that one correct. Uh, and uh, nobody up there. Got nobody it got correct. Up the surprise. How did Jackie Rossi not get that one? <laughs> I'm gonna have to have a talk with her. <laughs> no, um, but yeah. So uh, it ended up that, uh, that that Chad Chad won the whole thing. Uh, Basil came in second place because he, uh, in his answer, instead of answering, he just complimented. JW's blazer and uh, <laughs> yeah, so so flattering so bonus points. Yeah, bonus points for flattering JW or having a creative uh, answer. Jackie was a complete loser. And Jackie she was lost a on complete Jeopardy. loser and she lost on Jeopardy, which which is pretty which is uh, the same thing. When I the one time I did get to play Jeopardy on the last tour, I was the complete loser. So we're a family of complete losers. <laughs> but what's pretty cool about the the three times that Jackie played is the uh, the very first time she won. The second time she came in second place, and the third time she was the complete loser. So, she so pl- she, she's she, getting diminishing returns. Yes. So if she plays again a fourth time, then she's not going to even get make it onto the board. Right. <laughs> um, so it's pretty cool. She, she's uh, been in all three places in VIP Jeopardy. That's so funny. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, JW does an awesome job at hosting, and he's so much fun, and uh, everyone gets riled up and and uh, is excited and cheering and. Uh, what a fun time. Yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad you got to do Jeopardy. I'm glad Jackie got to play I Jeopardy. I know. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was. It really was a fun experience, and it was a lot of fun. It was cool. And uh, JW puts on a great... <laughs> JW was a great host. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> And um, uh, Melissa was a great manna. She was. She did great. Um, <laughs> and uh, so after Jeopardy, uh, there was still, I guess, an hour before the show was set to start. So we just kind of hung out. Well, we ran. Well, we, oh, oh, yeah, we ran right up to merchandise to get yeah, those so merchandise posters. was some reason up on the second floor. Uh, they they had you walk up a flight of stairs to get the merchandise. We got up like we like right after Jeopardy. We're like we gotta head to merchandise because we wanted to make sure we got our our you know our hatch posters. Yeah. Before they sold out. 
And uh, we get up there, and there was already like a long line up there. Yeah, I so. think everyone else in the VIP uh, had the same idea. So, uh, and luckily, we we're able to buy a couple extras to to yeah. um, some of our friends who were unable to make the show. Uh, were begging us, please, yeah. please give me a hat show print poster. So I'll tell you, I mean, out of the hat shows post, I didn't really look at this one clearly, I didn't but, look but this one just seems to be all text. Which was a little disappointing to me because in the past they've had like nice yeah they had like the horses the, the flaming yeah, horses or whatever yeah, so for... this this one seemed a little like out of the ones that I remember this one seemed like it was a little bit uh, I guess it has a little picture of the Ryman on the bottom yeah but it's, I, it's I mean what text. I love about it is that it has my birthday on there yeah that's so pretty cool it's really cool and and uh, then they also had at the uh, the merch booth they had. Um, old uh tour posters oh yeah so they had the tour the, the one that came through nashville last time and i was waiting in line and i was like i think i need that one so i had ethan look up uh the date for me yeah and confirm <laughs> and that one was um and, actually drawn so it, it's uh the one that kind of looks like metallica and it's the apocalypse with the the horses yeah. and the, the kind of like <coughs> satanic look and it's all red and fire and it was drawn by Joe Kappa, who is um, the guy who JW did um, Ghost Dogs oh, with. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So it's it's one of my favorite posters from the Strings Attached Tour. So I'm glad you got it, Dave. Because yeah. Because like, it was a, a really cool one. Yeah. And they sold out pretty quickly. So yeah. Like immediately. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy I did get one. Uh, and uh, yeah. So and I picked up the Hatch poster for myself. And uh, I think you ran... Yep, I ran. Uh, I ran to the car Card. just to drop the posters right. off, and uh, after I got back, um, I saw Steve. He came up to Jackie, Kate, and I, and uh, I was like, "Hey, Steve." He's like, "Hey, happy birthday!" Oh. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, thank you, Steve. And uh, and then um, he's like, uh, "Do you know where the merch booth is?" <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we pointed him in the right direction and <laughs> to Very go cool. get some merchandise. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know what you did. I was uh, I was uh, hanging out with Jeremy Samples. Yeah, I just... Ch- I, um, oh. I, it's been a long time since I got to sit down and actually uh, hang out with Jeremy, so that was kind of nice to oh, have a conversation nice. with him. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a good friend of the... He's a good friend. He's a longtime friend. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a good good friend of the podcast. He's you know, he's a he's, he's, he's a, I, I'm sure we have talked yeah, about him a million he, times. He's, he's a great guy, and, and they're, they're looking forward to hanging out with him on a, a future future tour. I got to set up time with him to just go out to lunch with him one day because we never get to do that anymore. Yeah, and we I I'm sure we've talked about his. He holds, as far as we know, the record yeah, for the fan going yeah, to the most be weird out shows. Four hundred. Four, over 400. Yeah, this tour will this tour hit 400. 400 shows. That's an, incredible. I mean, I've, I'm like halfway there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yes, those cool. Um, um, while I while you were with uh, Jeremy, before you came back over, um, I ran into Jace and... Um, Jace he, McLean, yeah. J- yeah, and with um, uh, his other bandmate from Nuclear Bubble. Oh, Rap, cool. Uh, Steve. Who plays the bass? And I said, "Hey, I just saw Steve who plays the bass for Weird Al." <laughs> That's cool, Steve. Steve and Steve. Uh, so Steve, Steve was nice. He was giving us some ideas, uh, Kate and I, ideas of what to uh, check out on our days. That's in right, because they're locals to here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always, for whatever reason, I always thought Jace lived in Florida because 
Um, oh, because because you I, said you saw him in Florida. Yeah. So I just always the last assumed week, that. Yeah, <laughs> the last uh, the last tour I saw Jason in Florida. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to see them, and then uh, Dave, uh, when he came back, we got a picture with him, and bef- I guess we were like getting ready to head in for emo, when um, our new friend. Well, I want to I want to give oh, a shout out to okay. our, our our friend Jason McDonald who oh, uh, that's right. who gave you who gave us a gift. <laughs> oh man, how did I forget? Yeah. So Jason, um, uh, it's it takes a lot of explanation, but um, <laughs> well, I just... I'm a big Lego fan, and I um, have created a Weird Al Lego figure. Um, it's you know it's a, it's all using official parts. It's not like any custom print or knockoff stuff. It's just using actual Lego parts. And so I made one for Dave, so Jason, and a couple other uh, people. And so Jason was recently inspired to make a, a, a Lego accordion minifig scale. Very um, cool. So he ordered all the parts, and um, he's been holding on to them for a few months. So he gave. Uh, gave me a couple of those accordions and one for you, Dave. Which thank I'd... you, Jason. Did I, did I give that to you? you? Did not. Did... Okay, I got to put it on the list of things you, you got to give. Okay, me. yes. <laughs> and uh, so it was really cool to finally see them in person, and they look great. I'll have to post a picture of uh, Lego Al holding Lego accordion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after we're just about getting ready to go in, uh, uh, and. Uh, I guess we met back up with Dakota. I'm not quite sure how this happened because I wasn't I think there. He just but ran into us, and, and uh, he was like, "Hey, I actually would love to chat with you guys for my Weird Al podcast." And we're like, "Absolutely, of course." <laughs> yeah, so we're like, "When you want to talk do it? about Weird like, Al? Yes, well, please." Do, we got like ten minutes before emo goes on. Let's do it right now. Yeah, so we so just we popped outside to the smokers' lounge, and right. uh, yeah, we just recorded a little, a little five or little six minutes. Yeah, yeah, a little blurb. He's, it's very cool. Looking forward. Hope. Yeah, it was really fun to to chat with him, and he was asking us about you know our brains exploding when oh, Al played geez. our theme song and you know stuff like that. So it was uh, it's very cool. cool. Yeah, definitely cool. And, um, yeah, then we got in, like, right as emo was starting. Mm. Yeah, so we're still, I was still, uh, we're still kind of walking to our seats, and uh, it was, I looked at my little, my watch, and it was 7.29, and uh, JW came out on stage. Right at 7.29, and started uh, introducing emo, and then I wrote down that, and we're still walking to our seats at this point. <laughs> Emo yeah. came on at at uh, 7:30, and uh, got into Emo. Yeah, so Emo came in, and I think we sat down like right as Emo set was starting. Uh, yeah, and uh, um, and I guess we were sitting. We're sitting. I don't remember what row we were in. Uh, K or something to that effect. Maybe it's L. L. Row L. It was row L. Uh, we were right on one of the... I mean, there's, there's short little church pews, so they're not very long aisles. We're sitting or not very long uh, rows, I guess. Yeah, it was the four of us and two other people in our, yeah. our pew. We're sitting in, in the pew right on the aisle. Uh, and um, and we're, very, we're kind of off to uh, Ruben's side of the stage. Yeah, say, kind of more Steve in front of Ruben's, Ruben's side. Yeah. side stage. Uh, it was, it was a nice view. It was a really good view, except for the fact that uh, the person sitting in front of me um, had a really big head. And it was, I had to kind of As constantly... As the, the people sitting in front of Kate and I. had I, to constantly was... move my head to, <laughs> to, to, get, to look around this person's head. So, uh, but Emo had a really great set. He, uh, he had a bottle of Perrier uh, ooh, tonight. Fancy. Uh, so add that to the spreadsheet for those of you keeping track at home. Um, and I was really excited that... 
Uh, Emo put the mic in his pocket. Did you catch him doing that? I did. I, I just, you I finally was, saw I him. I saw him do the, put the mic in the pocket. <laughs> and I looked over at you. I was so uh-huh. excited. And then he did. He did my favorite joke. At yes. The end. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he was. He was Fun set. Yeah. Set. Fun set. Fun. And and he got a standing ovation. Like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Like everybody just immediately jumped to their feet when, when he was leaving the stage. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And uh, so he left. I have 8.02 is when Yeah, I'm glad left. you wrote that down because I forgot. <laughs> so he left, or, or he ended around 8.02. Yeah, yeah. And so usually we have at least like 15 to 20 minutes yeah. for the intermission. So I, um, I decided to run to the bathroom. But by the time I got back, um, I like... I think the show kind of came back. I have 8.16 it came back, so it was only like a 14-minute break, um, which is definitely, I think, the shortest that we've seen this tour uh, between uh, Emo's set ending and Al's set Yeah, I have 8.16. Yeah, that's what I have. And, uh, yeah, they came out and uh, started with Fun Zone. And it was amazing. And uh, if you want to take a good picture of one of the guys in the band, <laughs> that's uh, the one to do. Fun yeah. Zone is the one to do it because Al's not blocking anyone, and um, it's all just white light, so it's it's really nice lighting to take a picture. And yeah, it was it was cool because I was looking up on the stage, and from where we were sitting, our seats were actually really good in that because I could see every single, at least my seat was good. I could see every single I band member. I could too, and I could I could see uh, I could. And I was like, I can even see Bermuda, which was, which I was like, but Al's probably going to come out and sit in front of him, like, like he always does, <laughs> and he blocks my view. But he actually, he didn't. I could actually see Bermuda. I had the same experience, so our, we were close enough together. Yeah, that we uh, yeah, had the same was, yeah. view. I think. Um, and it was uh, so Fun Zone was great, and then of course Al comes out, and people go nuts as they yeah. should. And he says, "Hello, Nashville." <laughs> And uh, went right into Lame Claim to Fame. Yeah, Lame Claim to Fame. And uh, wanted to mention, of course, uh, because people would be very upset if I didn't. He didn't. Steve was wearing his sunglasses uh, tonight. Yep. And uh, Al came out, and he was wearing a shirt. I've seen him wear this tour. Yeah. Um, it's it's like a, you know. Like a, a gr- green shirt with, like, a big white flower on it. Yeah, big, like, kind of white orange flower. Yeah, orange flower. Um, and since um, I've been naming Al's <laughs> shirts since... Last night, yeah. the night before, <laughs> uh, I decided to name this one James and the Giant Peach, um, Which, because if you kind of squint and you don't see his shirt super well, it kind of looks like a big peach. It <laughs> so. doesn't look anything like a peach. Well, <laughs> but you can name it whatever you want. I can want. name it whatever I want, Dave. <laughs> Jared gave you the the authority to name he the did. shirts. All he right. did. So okay. that's so that's the official now on at Weird Al Prince. That's right. Uh, Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> Well, at least on this podcast, when we see that shirt, I will <laughs> okay. try and remember to call it the James and the Giant Peach shirt. All right. Uh, <laughs> so this was really fun. So, of course, uh, lame claim to fame. Fantastic. Yep. Um, and do you have anything to say about the song? Can we move on to No, Al? we can move on. He said, uh, how you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so great to be back at the Ryman. And he said he's humbled to be here on um, yeah. uh, the stage where the Wiggles performed. Yeah, it's a story <laughs> stage where the Wiggles performed. And then, of course, uh, let's hear it for Emo, and it's an honor to share air droplets with him for uh, <laughs> six months. <laughs> and then Al uh, was really kind, um, and he decided to share some 
um, advice for the um, aspiring musicians in the crowd. Yeah, it's, it's something along the lines is the music capital of enti- the, in- the musical capital of the entire Tennessee, <laughs> which I'm guessing that's a rivalry with Memphis. <laughs> uh, and uh, he said, you know, as a pro tip, instead of you know being mopey and depressed for, for a breakup, channel it and. Uh, yeah. uh, Write a song and put that song on a uh, platinum-selling album, album, just yeah. like he did. <laughs> and uh, I love the fact that that I mean, we've been to so many concerts, and it, there's really is no reason for Weird Al to change the introductions to his songs, but he does. He, I, I would bet there's part of him that just wants us to have to write more stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he certainly can say whatever he wants. He's a lot freer on this, a lot, lot freer on yeah. this tour to, to do what he wants. Uh, you know, they're not locked into video screens and, and you know, all that other stuff, you know, servers <laughs> and all that. But, uh, yeah, she's, it's definitely, I, I'd like the fact that uh, he doesn't just, like not, I mean, he would never phone it in, but he just, just doesn't just do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, he's, he's like, got, oh, I know it works. I'm just going to do it. He's just like, I'm just going to do it. He's going to have fun and just wing it. Tell you stories. Yeah, I love it. And they're different introductions, and it's pretty cool. Uh, so one more minute was great, of yep. course. Um, I don't have anything specific. I mean, I've seen one more minute so many times this tour. Yeah, no, I, nothing. You know. I mean, great, great performance. <laughs> nothing, nothing, to, nothing new. Nothing to note. Um, so then he said, um, "This this is the first time he he's done the Vanity Tour at the Ryman." Yeah. And then, yes, it says, and it's uh, usually when he does it there, it's tough for people to see the screen in the back to see the screens because, like the the. Uh, the balcony I mentioned overhangs the, yeah. the seats. It's pretty low. You know, if you're sitting back there, and it is an interesting layout. It's more wide than long. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he said that. Um, so tonight, the people in the back, you're not missing anything. <laughs> nope. There's nothing going on above <laughs> my head, basically. And uh, this is it. And uh, then he told his uh, tried and true joke about um, yeah, the cake pastiche that he's working yeah, on. Having. You can't have cake and eat it too. And um, did you hear Bermuda give a rim shot? After? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And uh, the song uh, "Close but No Cigar." Close but no cigar. And Dave, I always say, or I guess not always, but a few times I've said, "Hey, one of these times we should count how many times Al hits the um, vibra slap." The vibra slap. Yeah. So I did. I counted oh. tonight. Uh, I counted fifteen vibra slaps during "Close but No Cigar." Oh, cool. Um, so I'll try and count it again. And see if it's still fifteen. Okay. I, I would have to imagine that it's going to be fifteen every time. I would time. think so. But um, <laughs> and I unless he adds another verse or something. That yeah, or, I don't know. Cuts a verse. I don't but, know. But uh, um, I think I noticed this once before. But the part where it's like clap, 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 right, clap. Right. Um, Steve like started to clap and then like. He couldn't because he's like trying to hold his base and everything. Right. <laughs> so I did catch that. I, did see, that. I saw Steve doing that. And did you catch? Uh, you know, I mentioned him at. at uh, I've been mentioning him several shows, but I, I uh, the spinning um, crescent moonlight. Yes, I did yes. see those. I did yeah. see those, and they are slightly different from the toenail yeah, they're clippings. Not, they're not toenail clippings. They are actually like crescent moons. <laughs> <laughs> so. I did see those. Um, um, I have. Uh, Oh, the the line in the song where he says, "You know, we're all choked up like Mama Cass." Yeah. Uh, the person behind me was uh, visibly was, was audibly upset about that. He went, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's hilarious. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Too soon, I guess. Um, so Big then, Mama Cast fan sitting behind me. Then uh, Al introduced the new member of the band. Oh. <laughs> or do you have something before that? No, to go back to the part where he's doing the clapping and the strobe lights, uh, I look up at one point and I look directly into the strobe light. <laughs> so I was like temporarily blinded nice. for, for that clapping part. I'm like, oh, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, and then uh, again, uh, we've met, we mentioned this occasionally that uh, when he calls for the uh, Buddy Rich solo, he points at Bermuda. And I try to point at Bermuda myself. Yeah, and did I you did. point at Bermuda? I did. Good. I, I wonder if Bermuda saw you because he did the solo. I bet he did. I bet he knew. He would have forgotten, I bet. Uh, <laughs> All right, we can move on. So then Al introduced the new member of the band, and of course, I then yelled, El Maestro, followed by, I don't know if you caught this, Dave, yeah, someone else. Somebody else in the audience yelled out Over on the Jim Kimo West side yelled out, yelled I heard that. Out. It I sounded heard... like a female-type voice. I heard that. And I it heard was somebody a, a very nice El Maestro, so mm-hmm. I, was, I was glad to have uh, some company tonight yeah. in... Uh, uh, exclaiming the the El Maestro, it's catching El Maestro. on. It's catching on. And then, <laughs> yeah. As, uh, so he goes, Ruben, would you like to start us off? And he goes, and Ruben goes, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the song is, why does this always happen to me? Yes, uh, a very Ruben heavy song. And I've seen Ruben. Ru- I think I've seen Ruben wearing this shirt before. But this is really like a, I got a really nice view of Ruben from when I was sitting. As because uh, again, I, I mean, the, yeah, the, the, he has this like sparkly purple shirt on, or blue, or I blue don't know if it was sequins or yeah, it's just a really cool looking shirt. I feel like I've seen promotional shots of Ruben where he's wearing it's, that it's shirt. like a shiny, like purple or blue shirt. It's really. Cool. It's really cool. Really yeah. cool looking. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he's worn it before. I just haven't commented yeah. about it on the podcast. I don't know that I've seen him this tour with it, um, to be fair. But okay. um, I think I have seen him in it before. Yeah. Um, so then Al said, you know, it's his job to follow <laughs> trends in the music industry. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm struggling to read my notes. If you have uh, what Al said. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, so he wrote the next song um, when the third wave, when uh, third wave ska music was popular for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he wrote said, the here. He said, I wrote the, so yeah, yeah. So, he said so, it was popular for yeah, one he said, week. Remember, I wrote song yeah, here's, yeah, here's, yeah, I have it now. <laughs> remember when third wave uh, ska was popular for like a week? I wrote this song during that week. (laughs) (laughs) It was, of course, your horoscope for today. I was so thrilled to get your horoscope for today because it's just such a, it's a, it's a song I love so much. Yeah. It's from, you know, my favorite album. And anytime I get to hear Running With Scissors uh, is great, but I just, your horoscope for today is so excellent live. Mm. And I noticed, uh, I think the other, uh, last time he played it, he took an extra long breath, and I, I think he skipped a few words, and Jim was helping yep. during the fast part. But Al did a quick breath tonight, and I heard Al do every single word. Yeah, um, so I heard that was quick breath. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. I don't know how he does it. I can't even because I I don't usually sing for my seats, but usually I'll mouth along, and I it's hard to even mouth along to <laughs> that part. Um, he said we couldn't very well come to Nashville and not do a. Drum solo, <laughs> and it was a uh, he. Ca- I think he, this is the one where he, he counted in 
with his sticks. Yeah, he, he uh, uh, Bermuda was clicking his sticks together, and then he did one hit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a one-hit wonder. <laughs> and Al said, uh, Bermuda Schwartz, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Went into... Uh, I'll Sue Ya. I'll Sue Ya, the song that I love to hate or love and hate <laughs> because... Uh, the one lyric. Well, I, one thing I noticed during this song is... Uh, this is where I started noticing there's a lot of fog on the stage. And it made me realize that there wasn't fog at the caverns. Probably because oh, it's an enclosed space. Yeah, but that's a good... I hadn't thought about it until that's seeing good, the fog. Yeah, that's a good... Yeah, it's a good observation. I didn't realize that, yeah. We probably would have all suffocated if, <laughs> if it was Very in the pro- cavern. Probably wasn't as smart to do that in the cavern. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was interesting because uh, actually before I even saw the fog, I smelled the... The, the, the fog... The, the fog, fog smell smell has has a, <laughs> has a smell to it, and I'm very familiar with it. And I'm so, I know I've mentioned this on yeah, the podcast yeah. before. You know, I used to used to volunteer at a youth, you know, youth group in a in a haunted house. You know, to put on in a church and stuff. And uh, and just this smell just constantly reminds me of that. And I was like, <laughs> ooh, there's that smell. And then I looked up, and there was like no like very little fog on this stage. I'm like, how did I smell that with no fog? <laughs> and then the fog just kicked in. So I smelled the fog before I actually saw it. <laughs> the speed of smell. <laughs> it's faster than the speed of fog. Um, and uh, and yes, yes, of course, of course, I did. I booed when he... Uh, I booed as well, Dave. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, glad, know, that, I'm glad that you're When I'm in the Northeast, me. I feel like I can, I can be a little bullyish. <laughs> but when, I, when, when I'm out of Tennessee. the Northeast, I want to represent my, uh, my area. So um, I did boo. I tried to get Kate to boo. She did not. You know what? Jackie didn't boo. Well... She uh Well I'm glad you helped. I'm glad you I'm glad you helped. I booed. I audibly booed. I put my thumb down like I always do. <laughs> I always think about the people like sitting next to me, like, why is this guy yelling out El Maestro and booing yeah. and like they must think they should listen to the podcast. They if they just listen. listened to the podcast, they wouldn't have these questions. <laughs> and it was funny, I, I looked over uh and uh, after this song, it must have been a couple people's song that they really wanted. It must have been their pick of their night, pick of the night, you know, the audience members' pick of the night, because uh, I saw a few people just give this song a standing ovation. Yeah. Like, at least three people. Like, That's so not, cool. Not sitting next to each other, giving this a standing ovation. That was pretty cool. That was really cool, yeah. Um, so after I'll sue ya, Al picked up his accordion. And uh, he said, I know what you're waiting for. <laughs> drum solo reprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this one, Bermuda gave his drumsticks four clicks. I counted them, and then, uh, then he hit this all. <laughs> hit, the, hit the drum again. And then I, I wasn't sure what Al said at the end. Did you He get said, that? Bermuda Schwartz, what a guy. What a guy. Add we got, to we got the what a guy Add for Bermuda. Add that guy. to the list. Um, they went right into when I was your age. And uh, while I was watching when I was your age, I noticed the megaphone on Al's stand. I oh. hadn't noticed it earlier, so I was like, oh, I bet we're going to get the waterfall lights, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> Skipper Dan. And we'll um, find out. So uh, when I was your age, another great song. Yeah. Um, afterwards, um, we oh. went into... Yeah, uh, only 210 days left until Christmas. <laughs> and uh, he said, I can almost hear the sleigh bells. Yep. And it's, uh, it's very time festive. to play you know, yeah. one of our plethora of two songs. And see, I don't know if you picked this up again. I was looking, immediately the lights came up for the, the lighting for The Night Santa Went Crazy. So I knew it was The Night Santa Went Crazy I again. wasn't sure. I was, I was looking and I, because um, I remember your comment on that. I guess I need to see another yeah, um, Christmas at Ground, Ground Zero, Zero to solidify it for me. Um, 
Did you catch Al saying something, a, a weird lyric? Uh, or was this me for the Night Center Crazy? Did you Santa say a weird crazy? lyric? I, don't, I, don't, I didn't hear you say a weird lyric. No, I didn't. I thought Al said um, something weird, and I turned to Kate, and she wasn't sure what no. he said and didn't. I, I didn't pick anything up. Uh, are you going to let us know? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if I can even say this word um, on the <laughs> podcast. It's a... a Semi-spicy yes, semi word. Al says that word in, oh, in Jackson does. Park Express. You're right. You're right. Uh, so I guess I can um, okay. say it on the podcast. So you heard Al say something really strange or weird during the night Santa went crazy. Yes, okay. and I, I wasn't sure. It just, it. I have no idea. Okay. But so the line goes, for the good Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys, right? Right. Okay. I heard for the good Gentile boobs and the good Gentile boys. <laughs> wow. I heard boobs. So <laughs> I don't know if it was just my birthday and, you know, we're in a town with a lot of strip clubs and that was just on my mind or, <laughs> or what. But he said it. I, like, immediately, like, looked at Kate. And I, was I like, think I would have picked that up, but I didn't hear it. But I'm not doubting you. Well, well I, I just, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, well, and, maybe, and maybe it wasn't boobs. Maybe it was something else. But it did not sound like girls to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I was looking at this, and uh, I was trying to figure out for the longest time if uh, who, where those jingle bells were coming from. And I actually saw Bermuda uh, triggering the, the jingle bells off of uh, a pad. It was nice seeing Bermuda tonight. I have a comment about uh, something else that I saw Bermuda yeah, doing. Yeah, so I, I do. I have another comment. It's something I saw Bermuda doing as well. I wonder if it's the same thing. But yeah, he, he kind of, so if you're wondering where those jingle bells are coming from, it, Bermuda triggers them off of one of the pads on his uh, drum set. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have actual jingle bells. No, he doesn't have actual. So, so I, was, I was like wondering where they were coming from, if it was him or if it was Bermuda or Ruben or something. But I was actually. Or Al's accordion. Or, yeah, there's, a lot of, it, there's a lot of options. Right, or just being played, you know, for the heck, you know, yeah. over, I don't know. So, yeah, so it was, uh, I was able to confirm that Bermuda was, uh, was playing, was triggering the jingle bells. Um, so then, then he went, uh, so after the night Santa went crazy, um, he gave us a similar spiel that we've gotten before for Jungle Cruise Ride. Yep. He said he, he uh, after the hundredth time riding it with his family, <laughs> um, you know, he talked about how they tell very corny jokes and it's right. a corny experience. And uh, the skipper doing a joke about his failed acting career. And so we got <laughs> Skipper Dan. So the megaphone spotting was right. So I think I've seen the megaphone and then seen Skipper Dan enough that if you're at a show and you see Al with a megaphone on his stand and he doesn't change it after hearing me point this out, <laughs> uh, you're probably going to hear Skipper Dan. It's not an Ethan suggestion. It's not, but I do have an Ethan suggestion right. for Skipper Dan. Oh, okay. Um, well, I have but a com I'm not there yet. Okay, I have a comment about Skipper Dan in that... Uh, <laughs> So the the gentleman with the really big head that was sitting in front of me, at this, at the, when Skipper Dan started, he got up, he kind of turned to his his um, the person he was sitting with, the female he was sitting with, and he said, he said he kind of like gave this like, Ugh. he just kind of like said like he kind of indicated to her let's leave so i don't know if he was offended about skipper dan or if he was maybe he was, has a failed acting career maybe i don't know but they left they got up and they left and they never came back so i actually at this point i had a wonderful view of the stage for the rest of the show so oh, nice. i'm kind of happy that that whatever set him off set him off <laughs> I, what i think really happened was uh 
I think that he was uncomfortable sitting in the pews, like like meaning like they're they're hard wooden. Oh, with his know. big head weighing him down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just think he was because he was fidgeting around a lot in his seat, so I just think he couldn't get comfortable. Maybe he just had had enough. I don't. Right. I doubt. I don't know if it was the song. It could have been. It, maybe it was the uh, the bed of nails you put on his seat beforehand, <laughs> so you'd have a better view. <laughs> That's a good idea. So I I do have an Ethan suggestion. Okay. Although oh, first, should, should we talk about uh, this yes, first? Yes, yes, please. Okay. So uh, um, during um, during you know now I can't un- not see it uh, during uh, when he's uh, on says, the megaphone on the megaphone. You know, uh, look at the backside of water. You know, uh, there it is, the backside of water. There's this great blue lights that it's have beautiful, this waterfall. It's beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful waterfall effect. And, uh, you know, I sort of saw I saw it at the caves in, in the caverns. But, you know, I didn't get to really, because the caverns are kind of rocky background. Right, it's hard to so, see so couldn't really, the intended effect. Yeah, yeah, well, it looked kind of cool because it looked like it was actually water flowing down the, That's true. the rocks. But in this one, I could see the whole effect of the uh, the waterfall. So I got to see the blue lights. They're there, they're, they're cool. They look, so definitely if... It's what, a really if, good effect. If you see, you know, if, if you're at a show where, you know, Skipper Dan's being played, uh, look for the megaphone, obviously. But then uh, <laughs> if you see the megaphone, then uh, you know to look for the waterfall line. And when he yeah. picks up the megaphone, be prepared, you know, for that line. I can imagine a lot of people, if you, you know, we're going to a lot of shows, but we're we're idiots. Like most people don't <laughs> go to a lot of shows. Well, so we're pointing it out. So we're pointing it out because if you're going to a show, you're seeing one show, you're watching Al. You know, you're watching Al, you're looking at the band, but you may not be looking at the back curtain. Right. I mean, I missed it for many shows till <laughs> Ethan pointed it out for me. So that's what's nice about seeing yeah. multiple shows is you get to notice, you know, how much thought goes into yeah. these shows and the songs. Yeah. All right. Um, is it time for uh, Ethan's suggestion? Okay. It's. And I will say, um, I felt a lot of pressure to to have something to suggest tonight, Uh just because we have a theme song for it. I don't think you need to. (laughs) I wanted to. Uh, No, but this is your birthday. You can suggest all you want. This is not so much uh, a suggestion, but I I turned it into a suggestion because I wanted to use the theme song. But um, (laughs) at the end of the video for Skipper Dan. Uh, the like da da da, you know, it like kind of flashes through a bunch of different like cartoons really quickly, and I always am expecting that the lights are gonna flash really quickly, oh. like the end of the music video. So, my suggestion is let's um, let's change the lights for the end of Skipper Dan and have it go fast. So it is what I expect. Okay. All right. There's <laughs> Ethan's suggestion. Do I need to play the song? Does well. But no, you don't need to play this song. You need to have our intern, Frank. You don't need to. It's Ethan Suggestions. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to hear the song again. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next song he said, I'd like to dedicate this song to two people. Yes, he hey. said, "My, uh, I believe my friend in Nashville native, the owner of Third Man Records, Jack White. Yeah. And, and the greatest human ever to live, Charles, <laughs> Charles Nelson, Nelson Riley. Riley. So we got CNR. And of course, uh, for this one, still Steve and Ruben are off the stage. Yes. And um, I, I think one of my previous Ethan suggestions. It's Ethan suggestions. 
I think one of my previous ones was about um, it would be really great to have the toenail lights pop up for uh, the toenail clipping or uh, being a, a post, uh, potent aphrodisiac line. I think that would be really funny if those <laughs> lights popped up. So that's I still suggest that. Still, still, still a suggestion. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. I'm waiting for it. All right. Just like you're waiting for the red rump to goody. I'm waiting that's for right. CNR to have toenail lights. All right. So uh, next song, pro tip for struggling Nashville musicians. And then he said uh, that, that he's, he's teaching a master class on it or something along the lines of master class, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, he said, you know, when you're writing a song, you got to ask what if. Yep. And so he said, what if, um, you know, if, if uh, James Taylor, if not a singer-songwriter, uh, what would he write as a... Um, Sociopath? Yeah, psych, psych, psychopath, <laughs> psychopath or sociopath. Yeah, I don't remember. But um, yeah. And he, he said, uh, so he asked himself that question. He thought about it for 37 minutes, <laughs> and he wrote this next song. Yep. <laughs> Good old days. <laughs> I'm surprised he said 37 and didn't work a 27 mm, reference or no. 26 and a half. Maybe. Or, maybe it's based on a true story. Or 2,000 minutes. or. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that of course meant uh, we got to hear good old days. Yes. And again, there's no mm. bongos. So I think. So I that, guess they're probably out. At I this think point. We're, we're done with the bongos. So if you mm. saw the bongos, if you heard the bongos, uh, <laughs> no more. If you saw the bongos, you might not have heard the bongos. Right. <laughs> yeah, so the song sounds the same to me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I just, visually, it's different. <laughs> All right. So uh, he gave a, went on to the next song, uh, you know. Told the story about he met how he met the guys in the band. You know, of course, you know, you know Bermuda on the uh, Doctor Demento show. Yep. And uh, he met Ruben on Grinder. Yes, he met Ruben on Grinder. <laughs> and then we got a rim shot from Bermuda. And uh, <laughs> I don't think Ruben was expecting that because no. uh, his face was very shocked. Mm -hmm. He started laughing, and then he put his fingers like a phone and mouthed "Call me" to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and so, uh, did you tweet this one out yet, Dave? I did. So what did you call it on your tweet? Because Al said he was on a carnival cruise to Bermuda. That's right. He said, which, um, you know, <laughs> it's not where he met Bermuda. So right. that was just, it just happened to be to Bermuda. I said it must've been at a low point in his life. <laughs> yes. Cause he was on a carnival cruise. Uh, and on that cruise was the scuzziest, uh, yep. Diviest lounge you can imagine, and uh, really, he went into the lounge just as a joke, right? Just because it was uh, something corny to right. do. He expected to see something corny. Uh, yeah, and, but uh, and so that's, you know, then he saw these guys. You know, it's, it's, it's a typical story. I met the guys, and they asked them to be in the band, and they were had no idea who he was. But they said sure, you know. So yeah, so I uh, I tweeted for this one out. Um, Dare to be stupid, Carnival Cruise version. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, I did raise my hand. Yep, Dave, I was going to ask if ask. you volunteered. Uh, and it was my left hand. Yeah. I noticed it was hand. your left hand. I tried to get Kate to volunteer again. She, she did not. Volunteer. She doesn't want to volunteer. Well, you know, it was your birthday. She wanted you to have all the uh, fun experience. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and so this is probably unrelated, but uh, another uh, couple left after Dare to be stupid. Um, and it, at first when this woman walked, st stood up, um, 
I thought she was wearing a wedding dress. But then <laughs> as she walked closer, she was just wearing a, a frilly white okay. shirt. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, somebody came there on their wedding night? That's on my pretty, wedding night. That's pretty cool. But then I noticed she came on my birthday. I would go on my wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> so I... I did not take nearly enough notes, oh, I... uh, so I hope that you did for this next song. Um, but he said it's a he's going to be playing a cover song. He said it was a, uh, a Doors song that only appeared on uh, rare Belgian import albums. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, oh, I wanted to mention actually, um, before he even started the Dare to Be Stupid kind of intro that story. I just had a, a thought. I was just like, I was thinking, I is bet the a, next song is going to be Dare to be Stupid. Oh, I don't yeah. know why. I just had that huh. thought. Uh, the next song is going to be Dare to be Stupid. And then after Dare to be Stupid, before any indication of, of, of anything, I thought, I bet the next song is going to be Craigslist. And then Steve stood up and started walking over to Ruben's. And I was like, ah, I was right. I couldn't believe it. Wow. So I had ESP for two songs tonight, Dave. Very cool. All right. So, <laughs> so this one, uh, the... Um, Coffee. Uh, so this is Craigslist. Yes. If we haven't mentioned that, and uh, so and actually on Dakota's podcast, he <coughs> asked which song I wanted to hear tonight, and I said Craigslist. So yeah. I was very happy to. I mean, I, I'll say that every night, but <laughs> right. anytime I get Craigslist is, is awesome. So especially for my birthday show, getting to hear uh, my favorite regularly played song uh, <laughs> it was really cool. So uh, yeah, we obviously we like to track the coffee shops. <laughs> and I, when Al said it, what the coffee shop was, I heard Frog and Monkey on John Wood's Way. And I, and I was like, that is the strangest name for a coffee shop <laughs> ever. So but everyone I, cheered. So everyone cheered. So, yeah. so I was like, oh, that's weird. So I asked our intern, Frank, to uh, do some research and see if there really is a Frog and Monkey on John Wood's Way. And there's not. There's a Frothy Monkey on John Lewis Way. So oh, I just okay. misheard it. <laughs> Um, Craigslist was, it was, uh, it's, it's one of the reasons it's a highlight for me is because the phone call with the mother convert, you know, that whole conversation is always just hilarious and different. And, you know, there's so many funny parts, but it's like the lighting on this song, it has to be, if there was an Ethan's lighting pick of the tour, it would be <laughs> Craigslist. I just love uh, how cool yeah, the lighting is, is cool, on Craigslist. Cool background lighting. Lots of good rainbow, and it's just it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to go through like everything that Al Al talked about, but I mean some of the highlights he talked about an alpaca. <laughs> I think he said like Bert Convey at some point. <laughs> he said that alpaca was was uh, laying in spoiled milk uh since it was born for its entire life or something i don't know yeah. really really should yeah it said like freedom smells like uh, a bean and cheese burrito <laughs> with just a hint of lavender lavender thank you just a hint of lavender and uh i wonder bean and cheese burrito i wonder if you can get those at burrito burrito oh i bet you can i believe you can very cool um, in and burrito, burrito in Albany, New York, <laughs> uh, Troy, New York, and um, oh, that's right, <laughs> Wizard Burgers in Albany. Wizard Burgers in Albany, and uh, so we've heard two different variations at the end of uh, when he's a, a bad, bad boy. Yeah, and um, tonight was the mattress version. Yep. So we have the mattress version and the hair washing version uh, <laughs> that we've heard. So we'll see if if he keeps to those two or if a, a new one yeah. emerges. 
And uh, again, there's a lot of kind of like uh, opportunities in this song, should Al choose to. And I think it'd be nice to, if he added a Red Rump the Goody somewhere. In, I was in listening specifically. I thought, you know, of anywhere in the show, uh, this would be the place to mention Red Rump to Goody. If Al ever wanted to mention it, <laughs> this would be the song. <laughs> it would fit. It would fit. It would fit quite well. Nobody would would, would raise an eyebrow. They'd but like, alas, <laughs> there was no Red Rump the Goody in Craigslist or any other point of this concert. Spoiler alert. So after Craigslist, uh, Al gave us another what if. What if David Byrne... Um, was a minimum wage drone at a soulless workplace. And of course, that means we got to hear Dog Eat Dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, I don't have any notes on the song specifically. Um, but of course, after that, um, Al introduced... Oh, he says, here's what you've all been waiting for. Uh, you've all been waiting to hear... Um, the sure. harpsichord solo, which um, it took like Ruben a second to like start the solo, so I screamed <laughs> El Maestro. You did, and and the, Ruben like, like he heard it. Like, well, I gotta tell, I gotta it. tell you why he heard it because like the second that you, right right before you screamed El Maestro, for like the entire theater went silent. It was the perfect timing, and I just heard. <laughs> Screaming at the loudest possible <laughs> from two seats away from me. El Maestro. And that was the only sound in the Ryman Auditorium at that time. And and he definitely was shocked. And he like he nodded. Like he accepted, yes, I am El Maestro. And then he uh he played a fantastic harpsichord, harpsichord solo. Harpsichord solo, yep. And then right into Melanie. Yeah, which um it makes me wonder, do we track harpsichord solos or is that just part of Melanie at this point? Well, it's part of well, it's the inter- it's it's the lead into Melanie. It's separate. I would. It is separate. Yeah, okay. Calling okay. for harpsichord solo. There is actually a pause there. Okay. Like a brief That's pause true. That's between true. The, the, the harpsichord That's solo true. and the beginning of Melanie. Uh, so this one, um, I, I know he's. I guess he's been doing it uh, for a while, but uh, I, I audibly heard the uh, cat screech <laughs> in uh, Melanie. Yeah. Ever meow. since ever since I heard it, I believe in in Vermont in Burlington, I've heard it every time. Mm. And um, I remember we asked Ruben if that was one of his keys. He said, no, that's Schwartz. Yeah. And um, so we did have an opportunity to ask uh, Bermuda after the show tonight. And he said, yep. Uh, I, I wish I had what he said it was from. Yeah. Uh, I wish well, I wrote that down. Maybe Frank will do a little research and get back to us by the time we get to that point. I don't know. <laughs> it was some, some, I think, comedian or someone did it at Just for Laughs. And um, so Bermuda had like a recording of it, and he sampled it for, um, for this. But yeah, maybe Frank will have it, or maybe we can follow up on a future episode. Yeah, we can, if, if um, message Bermuda or something. If Frank can't remember, Frank can uh, figure this out for us by the time this episode ends. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll definitely follow up with that. Uh, so after <coughs> um, Melanie. Um, oh, let's not move. Oh. What what else do you have to say about Melanie? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, the toenail clipping lights. I was going to say something okay, about those, okay. but it's okay. <laughs> we've got we've got. A, I just felt that I felt that uh, they were sort of um, they weren't quite as pronounced. They were kind of like lighter, duller. 
you know, <laughs> than they've been. So they weren't like as in my face as they've okay. been in the past. All right. <laughs> um, Al mentioned that you know the the whole spiel that we get about the rumor about the biopic, and and he said, uh, um, you know, he he actually I don't know how he introduced it. Was this the same way that he did it before, where it was? Uh, Essentially, he's like, do you want to hear the song about my life story? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's a rumor that the movie's coming out. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe's playing me. You know, that's the thing that's really going to happen. Um, there's a kind of mixed feelings about this. I feel like it's a little redundant because uh, I already wrote, uh, <laughs> wrote my life story into a song. And then like, he do you said, want to hear it now? Do you want to hear it like, now? And uh, he, you know, people, some people cheered. And, and some people did not and cheer. And he said something like, well, it's... Uh, He's like, there's some yes some, and some, some no. Some ambivalence so. there, you know. <laughs> uh, so we can do something else. And he kind of looked over to Steve and, and looked around and kind of was like, what else can we play type of thing, <laughs> you know. And... Uh, and then uh, eventually the audience, eventually convinced, the audience him. convinced him to play the song. And he said, oh, the song is called Albuquerque. Yes. And then uh, I went right into that. And I uh, hope Frank's going to have his uh, cue ready um, because uh, there's a big announcement coming up pretty shortly. It's ready. All right. But there's also going to be another music cue coming up. All right. Well, let's uh, – well, well, I don't care what order we do it in. But well, I'm not – I'm not ready for my suggestion, so all right, I so, will wait. All right, so uh, I'm going to call this one now. This Albuquerque was... It's Dave's Pick of the Night. That's right. Albuquerque was Dave's Pick of the Night. It's a great version of Albuquerque. It was really cool. Uh, a, couple, a bunch of really cool things happening during this song. I don't know, I think the first thing that I noticed was that, uh, which I hadn't picked up before, and I don't think he's done it before, is uh, where, you know, um, he says, you know, we put the tray table up. He actually, you know, he does something with one. his hands. You know, where he kind I have of seen the hands motions thing that. I've seen that before, but he actually stood up. If for the last for one, the last he stood one, up. Says, I wrote uh, that down. Yeah, for the uh, tray table up, he stood up for that one. I don't know if you noticed this, but for Albuquerque, Steve's sunglasses were off. Oh, I did not notice that. So please put an asterisk <laughs> in the uh, Steve column I did not uh, for the song. Um, so uh, yeah, so he he apologized again, stopped, uh, apologized for the hermaphrodite uh, slur. He called it a slur, and then he said uh, uh, it was he was just trying to get a technical term. Uh, he thought it was a technical term. Um, but what he's trying to get as you know, somebody who has uh, both male and female reproductive organs and a flock of seagull haircut and one nostril. But then, then like sometimes he just kind of ends it there. But he said, that's all I was trying to say. So I apologize. Yeah. And I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he, he apologized uh, for this one. And he must have had a, a good apology because sitting next to, uh, to Jackie, uh, she, she applauded that apology. Oh, good. Yeah. So. That's cool. Uh, we up to our donuts. All right, so I didn't actually count this time. Because <laughs> twenty-five again, Dave. All right, good. So I did. I did. I did assume it was twenty-five because uh, when he when he says the Chuck Berry donut, that usually means there's twenty-five. He said Chuck Berry. <laughs> he did. He so, did Chuck Berry. So and I, I assumed went it was right twenty-five. Right into Bear Claw. And uh, yep. And so this actually brings us to. It's. Suggestions. So I know in other uh, centimeter episodes we have uh, 
had suggestions for other berries that could be added. And I thought of a couple tonight that I think would fit very well in, uh, in, okay. in uh, Albuquerque. I think they would be funny. I think they'd get laughs. Um, and they're less of a stretch than the ones we suggested before. Uh, so the first one is uh, Frankenberry. That's a, a cereal. Yes, that's Frankenberry a would be very funny. And Crunchberries. Crunchberry is... Um, is that another cereal? Another cereal. Uh, oh. That's the Captain Crunch with Crunchberries. Oh, okay. So Frankenberry, Crunchberry. I think both of those would get a laugh. Um, and that would bring us up to... 27 donuts. I like it. I like those suggestions. Those are good. Those are good. That deserves another play of the theme song. It's Ethan suggestions. That's a, those are good suggestions, Ethan. So well, I'm, not thank just you, say, I'm not just saying thank that because it's your birthday. I legitimately think those are, are good suggestions. Well, I had a little birthday brainstorm, I guess. <laughs> and I, uh, I thought of Frankenberry and Crunchberry. And, uh, yeah... Yeah, they're good suggestions. So Al is still talking about constipated wiener dogs. He is. Uh, he is. So uh, again, we've gone over that a couple times. You know, their constipated wiener dogs generally don't run around <laughs> the way that Al seems to make them run around in the song. But unfortunately, there's no wiener dog uh, activists who are complaining well, about that. Jackie was uh, was complaining about. That. I don't know that she was complaining, uh, but she, she was, was just pointing, pointing out. out. <laughs> but again, again, a red rump the goody does run around. It does. So it does. Be a, 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 I don't know if a constipated red rumped goody would run well, it around. It doesn't though. have to be a constipated red rumped goody. I don't think running, running, running like a red rumped rump goody. It fits. It lyrically fits. <laughs> Maybe on your birthday, Dave. Maybe. <laughs> um, so I hope you were able to catch this. But for the pet names, I got Sweetie Pumpkin, Honey Muffin, and then for the last one, I wrote down my best guess. I wrote. Boo Boo Melon. Well, you got Boo Boo right. It was okay. Boo Boo Dumpling. Boo Boo Dumpling. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm glad you, uh, you're also taking notes. Um, so when are you... I don't know where... If, well, I'm ready. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, I, again, uh, you pointed this out to me, I think, at, at uh, the one of the cavern shows, or the one cavern show where he did Albuquerque, is that uh, when Al loses his train of thought... Uh, he kind of shushed uh, Jim and Steve, kind of told them to stop playing first. Right, and, and Bef yeah, before, before announcing Yeah, it. and I noticed that happen again this evening. Yeah, yeah. and um, so when he restarted the song and they got to... So normally at the beginning of, of Albuquerque, when he says everything is just peachy, right. there's pink peach-colored lights. Mm. But I noticed for the second just peachy, um, there were pink colored lights and some house lights came on. Oh. Uh, so uh, very briefly, but it was just like it added to it. So I don't know oh, if, cool. if that was like before or if I just um, noticed it differently. But um, yeah, so Al got a huge standing ovation at the end of, uh, end of Albuquerque. Well, and um, so. Oh, you I, still got more around? Yeah, so okay. uh, the second cavern show. Instead of existential quandary, he said crisis, and he said existential crisis again tonight. Oh. Um, so maybe that's a concert-only uh, yeah, or he, lyric change. Or Al just is, has changed it or forgot the lyric. <laughs> um, and then when he did the very last Al, he did a very extended Al. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then again, uh, Bermuda did extended drums, and it was a different extended drums than we got. Cool. Uh, the second cavern show. So, um, 
It was great. Yeah. yeah, it was it was amazing. It certainly deserved the standing ovation it got. Yeah, uh, a huge standing ovation. It was really cool. And it was so loud. The cheering and loud was so loud. You know how at the end of Albuquerque, Al introduces the band. I could barely oh, hear. Yeah. I couldn't hear what he says. And I think I saw him mouth, "I'm Kenny G," but I can't confirm that. I yeah. I it didn't, was so I loud. It. I, it sounded like he said, "I'm Kenny G," but uh, I did not hear that or see the mouth on that, but. If you said it happened, you know, if, my best if, guess. If someone was, told me yes, it did happen, I would believe them yeah. because I just it was like you said, super loud. It was so loud that the, the ovation there. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, the segment. We this part of the show we don't know what it's called. The intermission between the, the encore. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the uh, not leaving the stage prior to the encore part. Uh, I saw Jim using his phone. Yeah. I saw Al kind of doing the normal thing, drinking some water. Yeah. Wiping his forehead, cleaning his armpits. Um, Bermuda was uh, was wiping his uh, the you know the front of his glass, and then he went back and he like was sitting at the drum set, and Ruben ran over and he like pointed out more spots, and so Bermuda <laughs> reached because usually he's wiping it from the front, but so Bermuda was wiping it from the inside with Ruben pointing out spots, and uh, I was like. Uh, you know, because it's it's there's it's like tr- trying to track like five different cats running around. It's hard to figure out. I was like, "Where's Steve?" And then Steve had left the stage. He came back holding a Coca Cola. Yeah, I saw. It. I, was, I, was, I noticed Steve came back and he he was drinking a Coke. <laughs> so Steve actually left the stage. Um, Very that cool. Great. That's cool. I just hoping you picked up Steve drinking the soda. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then. Um, Al said, oh, we never do this. And then everyone just started cheering for him just saying, we never do this. <laughs> uh, I think they it, I think they thought that he was saying, we never do an encore. Right, that's what I, was, that's what I thought he was going for. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what the audience thought. But, of course, Al, um, that was maybe a happy accident because Al said, we never yeah. uh, let the audience do a request. So everyone yelled out at once. And yeah, everyone... they're going to let you decide. <laughs> and then everyone yelled out at once. And he goes, he goes, oh, I think we got it. I'm not sure how appropriate this song is. <laughs> well, all right. And, and then the, the uh, song was... You a, Make a, Me Feel Like a Natural Woman yeah. by Aretha Franklin. Yeah, a natural woman. Yeah, the, the title is A Natural Woman oh, okay. uh, by Aretha Franklin. But yes, it's... Yes, if you, people, you make me feel like a natural woman. So that's the song. It's a great Aretha, great it's, Aretha Franklin it's so from fun like the sixties. To oh, hear Al sing it was it. amazing to hear Al sing it. It was really well done. Uh, and then going into um, you know the final song, he just he said before we do our final song, I want to sincerely thank yep. everybody, um, every, every one of you for coming out. Yep. And then he um, said, uh, "Oh, Jim, uh, Jim still needs a few seconds or something to that effect." So uh, he called for a bass, bass solo. solo, and it was a real funky, fun yeah. uh, Steve J bass solo. I mean, sh- short on, on the short side. Yeah, it but, wasn't one strum, but it wasn't yeah. you know an hour long. <laughs> and uh, then uh, Al picked up the mic, the megaphone, <laughs> the megaphone, megaphone, and he said, "Steve J, what a guy!" Into the <laughs> megaphone. So, so put a little asterisk in the uh, tracking on that one. An amplified, what a guy for Steve J. Steve J, what a guy in the megaphone. Oh, I loved cool. that. I was so happy to hear that and witness that. Um, All right, so now's the moment. Uh, you had made a birthday request yes, to uh, hear a certain song. Yes. And the, uh, he has not played that song so far, the Unplugged Medley so far. So well, the one thing that I told Al would make my night so special is if he played the Unplugged Medley and as if 
you know, it, it proves that, you know, Al really <laughs> respects me and respects the podcast because uh, as a special present, he played the Unplugged Medley. How cool. How what cool a nice that? birthday it was incredible. for you. What a great gift. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, so, you know, of course, the Unplugged Medley features Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and Yoda Chant. And uh, so the last couple nights have been like, noticing that the fish or the guiro is, is missing yep. from Al's repertoire. And um, at first I was thinking maybe it was Ruben, but then last night I said, well, it didn't look like Ruben was playing that. So luckily tonight I had a great view of Bermuda yep. and he was absolutely hitting something, um, cueing those noises. Yeah, he was, yeah, I, had the same, I saw Bermuda again. He was hitting the same pad, I guess a different, different spot on the pad but right. the same pad that he was hitting earlier uh, for the uh, jingle bells and he was yes definitely triggering that uh that guiro uh sound effect and we uh we confirmed <laughs> with him after the show he said yes he, he sampled, sampled it and, yep. and i guess there's two different noises there's kind of like the yeah the going down and the coming back so right. he had both of those in yep. there and so. um yeah it sounds great i mean it's it's uh it's fun to see al play it but i can imagine that it's just like if bermuda can easily play it just Give, yeah, let sure. Al concentrate on yeah, singing, you know? Yeah. Um, Sounds fine. Sounds great. And then at one point during the song, I don't know if you noticed this, but um, their photographer like leaped up on stage. This is a really tall, like mm. at least like four foot off the ground stage. And uh, the photographer oh, cool. leaped up and he was on there. I did uh, notice the photographer, but I didn't notice it in him until the Yoda chant, but he may have been up there earlier, like you said. Uh, for Yoda, <laughs> so. Uh, the part where he goes out to the audience okay you sing it and the audience would sing it and they were loud and, and, and like all like in sync and Al and Al gave a look on his face like he was really pleased <laughs> it was really cool it was really he was like wow like a good job you know really pleased with that uh, so that was cool yeah and then I noticed the photographer on stage or Yoda Chantho obviously he was up there all year right um, so I had the ending time for the concert, uh, are you uh, ready to move on? Um, well, so at the end, after the Yoda chant and everything, and, and going back to Yoda, uh, Al said, "Thank you, Nashville. Thank you. Good night." And you know they're kind of like playing it, playing it, playing it. And Al like like almost like a limbo, like got so close to the ground before his jump mm. up. Yeah, uh, like I couldn't even see him. He was so low. And then he did you know his jump up at right. the end, and it was really cool. And um, yeah, I, I had the end time as 10.07. 10.07. I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, I, I, right, after, right after, you know, as the band is kind of getting ready to leave the stage, uh, Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West took out his cell phone and took a picture of the audience. I saw that. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. It's always fun, you know. That's cool that the band is, is having a cool time, great time up on stage. Yeah. And, and I even I... I took uh, some pictures because I had a really good view of Steve of just his expressions at the end of the... Uh, at the end of the concert, and uh, just the smile on in, on the face in those pictures, and you know, Steve's smile, you could genuine, there's a genuine smile, you could tell he's extremely happy to be up there. Yeah, um, so it was really, it was just such, such a fun concert, what a great way to spend my birthday with, uh, with three of my best pals, and, uh, um, and you were there too, Dave, Yeah. Uh, so it was really great, and um, you know, what a great uh, set list, Mm. Um, I loved getting to hear all those songs yeah. and I, you know, really, um, it was just, it was a great night all the way through and we still had VIP. I know. How awesome. 
So, um, so yes, yeah, so they heard this it. Was, this was your oh, first I VIP. Ta- I can tell you something. Yeah, my first VIP, but even before we, as they were kind of herding people over, I noticed a, a gentleman, or Jackie pointed out to oh, me, yeah, a that, gentleman in, in the audience. I saw him earlier, and, yeah. And uh, he, he had on a big, huge muscle suit. Uh, and uh, and basically a, a wig and a mustache. Basically, he was he was cosplaying uh, the Rambo Al from UHF. <laughs> and it was it was it warm. Was, it, was, it was warm out, and yeah. he was wearing a full bodysuit. But he looked he looked great. It, it looked fantastic. Looked so I went over and I asked him if I could have a few pictures with him, and and he was like, yeah, of course. And he was really happy. And he was we were doing like muscle poses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fun. And I didn't catch what his name was, but uh, that's so cool. It was definitely. He was, because security was trying to hurt everybody where they should have been. Uh, but yeah, they, they let us take pictures and stuff. It was cool. Uh, it's not a great outfit. Great outfit. And I didn't, so, I didn't mention it. Yeah, great, no, great outfit. <laughs> so, you know, we, uh, for VIP, they have everyone kind of, uh, line up, but in seats. So it's, yeah. you know, you're, you're not standing around. And so, um, JW gives us a little spiel and well, I got Yeah. So I gotta say, uh, so, uh, you know, we're, we're generally not always intentionally slow, but we're always like the last people doing anything. You know, we're the last <laughs> people out, the last people's getting to where we're supposed to be getting to. Uh, and uh, so we go over and like they have everybody uh, sort of like in, in the one section of the theater, like sitting in in the pews. And like, well, there's like no seats, so I go all the way. We go all the way down to the front pew. I'm thinking, hey, this is not bad. You know, if you're in the front row, that means you get to meet Al first, right? Right. So, so you know, I was like, this isn't a bad deal. You know, so we're basically sitting in the front of this section, and uh, then uh, JW comes out. He does his, uh, he does, you know explains how everything's going to work and then he goes and we're going to start the line in the back and work our <laughs> way forward so we were in the very last people to go yeah and last so, time i did vip i was sitting near um the back and he said we're going to start in the front so <laughs> <laughs> i mean it does i mean it, it's it's it depends small, on the theater it's a, yeah, it's yeah. A small group and uh, yeah it's it's like it, it maybe it's a difference of five minutes yeah. it's not uh, crazy but it's yeah. a small enough group. So, and everyone's so yeah. Respectful. So what they did is for this one is they set up, and this is the first time I've seen this. This setup is uh, there's like a, a backdrop that they set up right up against the stage, and then they kind of put up this, like you said, the shower curtain. I've never type seen um, them do that in the the stage. Yeah, I think it just depends on the venue. Yeah, where they it's can where set they it can up. set it. It's a pretty big contraption they got to set up, so they really need space for it. Yeah, it's a big. It's a step and repeat, and then they have. Um, some vertical poles, yeah. essentially like a shower curtain thing yeah. that separates. It's a pretty long, pretty long uh, shower curtain. Uh, JW goes through his, you know, spiel and how it's going to work. You go down, and you get a photo first. Only bring the stuff that you. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the, and then also every and he's done this for years and years and tours and tours. But JW usually picks like a little kid in the audience to stand up, and he said, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, if you if you take extra time, you know, if you're if you're like fumbling and like taking extra time, that's less time that um, you know this this kid has to see Weird Al, and so he pointed at this kid and he stands up and he's like, "What's your name, little boy?" And he's like, "Ethan." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so very glad that uh, the Ethans were well represented yes. at the Ryman Auditorium. Yeah, yeah. usually you, you know not on the podcast. We don't have many <laughs> Ethans. Uh, joining us but uh i didn't see any other daves well, in the vip dave 
Well, you weren't looking hard enough because there was one. <laughs> there was? Yeah. There was this, a gentleman that had a name tag on that said David. We, we should have had uh, asked David and Ethan to pose together. Oh, we should have. We should have. We should have. Missed opportunity. Oh, well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so basically they set up this area. You go down. You, you take a picture with Weird Al. Um, and basically, you know, at this point, you know, you're not supposed to give your life story or anything because you're, you're just supposed to walk up, take you the walk picture. up, you, you take a picture. Um, again, we were the last people to go, and the line went pretty quick. It, it really, went really, it really quick. quick. Yeah. People were following directions, just taking their pictures. Yeah, you got to wear a mask, and then right. You when wear a mask walk up. right up, to, right up to the point where basically, you, you know, you uh, you get the picture. You take you take off your mask. You stick it in your pocket or it's out of sight if you if you don't want it in the picture, and then uh, you do pose. I know that. Uh, we had the we, we were given the opportunity whether you know we wanted to go together or separate you know and they didn't care you know if you if you were with a group of people um, so Jackie and I chose to do separate photos uh, and these were your first photos your first photos on the, the tour so I've yeah. I've gotten to do the VIP twice and I you know uh, came up with fun ideas to do and I know you you know you were kind of stressing you're like oh I gotta have a good idea yeah so so yeah so. Uh, it's trying to figure out, I still, it's trying to figure out, you know, uh, I want to do something that's going to be a memorable picture. And I was trying to figure it out. And then Ethan gave me one suggestion, which is a really good suggestion. But don't which share I'm it. not going to share don't it. Share it. I may use that in a future, future. And if VIP. you don't, I might. Cause yeah, that, was, that was a good, a good one. And everyone's like, and you know, we ran it past, you know, Kate and, and Jackie and, and, and they agreed. And it was agreed. a funny it was a suggestion. Post. And then, uh, something else. Then I think you came up with a second suggestion. No, this was all you did. Oh, this was me. Oh, yeah. you, you finally had a good idea. So, <laughs> we, I did. I had a good idea. Look at that. Where's the Dave's good idea theme music? It's we don't Dave's <laughs> one good idea. <laughs> so, so I was wearing uh, Nashville, you know, Music City. I actually have a, a shirt that has an accordion on it. Yeah, we got that at the yeah. uh, the Cleveland. The, that's right. Um, we got the Cleveland Style Hall of Fame in uh, Cleveland. Accordion. Yeah. Cleveland Style Polka. Polka Hall. Accordion, I don't know. Something to that effect. But yeah, I have that same shirt. It's a really, it's really a, cool, right. ornate um, It's a, It's an older accordion, and it's it's cool. I said, Nashville Music City. I'm just going to wear my accordion shirt. You know. So, um, so Dave, your idea was... So my idea was, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, you know what? My accordion has like buttons on it and stuff, and... They're going to Photoshop it anyway. I, know, I knew from past experience that Ethan said yeah, they Photoshop the picture, yeah, they Photoshop the shower curtain out, basically, so they can move you and Al basically any anywhere they want to so um i said the idea well what if i put one hand my uh my right hand Your on steve's side of the stage <laughs> i'm just kidding no, my right hand uh, on one set of buttons on the accordion and then i have al sort of put his hand out playing, the other, playing the other side yeah. of the accordion and so i i I ran that past uh, Ethan and Jackie and Kate, and they all agreed that that was a really good idea. And, and since I was wearing an accordion, yeah. the accordion shirt, I would not might not have the opportunity to do it again unless I remember to wear the shirt. Right. And so you can do the idea I, I, I had with any shirt. Yeah. And so I I don't know if I've mentioned this, and I and I probably didn't because I didn't want to put myself in this situation. But I so far every single show on this tour that I've been through, I've worn a different shirt. I'm trying not to repeat any <laughs> shirts, so I don't want to have to wear this shirt twice if I don't have to. Yeah, uh, I I think I've successfully worn a different yeah. shirt each show. Uh, I don't know that it's that I would be too heartbroken. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't know if I'd be heartbroken <laughs> if I did repeat a shirt, but. Uh, 
but I haven't yet. So Sometimes I didn't want to keep that going. It's easy just to grab the, the clean one on the top of the pile, you know? <laughs> anyway, you this is a long way to say that uh, since I had the accordion shirt on, that's the idea I went with. Um, and I was able to, I was able to hear Al fine through the, the shower curtain. He was like, hear, hear me fine. And at first he was a little bit, he's like, I, just, just show me what you want me to do. Cause I was <laughs> yeah. trying to explain to him. And so I showed, you know, I want my hand on the, and, and then he's like, all right guys. So I just put my hand out basically. Yeah. And, and the photographer was like, yeah, I can Photoshop that. So, yeah. It's uh, really cool. Cause the photographer is the one who does the, uh, I, I had his name and I can't remember yeah. it right now. And so, um, so but we, he's really nice. And uh, anytime the times I've done it, including tonight, I sort of explain my idea to Al, and then we kind of look to the guy, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, we can do that." Yeah. Like <laughs> he knows yeah. what the capabilities yeah, are. Yeah, so he's like, "Yeah, I could do that." So uh, he basically, uh, so he had us take two pictures. One uh, Al was using his left hand, and one he was using his right hand. So I don't know uh, which will be my yeah, whatever looks one. better, I guess, uh, will be posted. And so uh, I'm looking for, I'm really looking forward to see how that how that comes out because I think that may look cool. So. Um, Kate had never met Weird Al before, uh, ever. So this was her first time meeting Al, and so I was like, "Oh, well, I want to be in the picture with you, you know, to commemorate this awesome moment in my birthday." And uh, so we had um, Kate pulling on my shoulder, and then Al pulling on my other shoulder, <laughs> as if Al's pulling me away from Kate. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. And and, then, uh, uh, and Jackie, I, I didn't really catch what she did. I think she just did a regular. She just did a regular pose. pose with yeah, Al. yeah. She didn't, you know. Try and be a <laughs> she's an a idiot like we were. <laughs> yeah, she, she didn't come. Up, she's, she has op- she have a couple more opportunities to if she wants to. And, and again, we just we're doing this because we're having the opportunity to, to see Al several times on VAP. You know, if you want to get a, just a straight picture with Weird Al, he's very happy to do that. Oh yeah. Don't feel like you need to to come up with a wacky idea. <laughs> at, at, we're just at all. <laughs> we're silly, and we we've met Al. We we've been very lucky to have met yeah, Al. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have a lot of straight pictures with him. Extreme, so extremely lucky. Yeah. And, and this will kind of play into what Dave's going to talk about very soon. But because we've had that opportunity, we try and be extra silly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, they go through all the photos and then it's time to yeah, so they, get they basically, your poster you, basically you go through and you, you uh, get back in your seat and then they go through and they start doing uh, – the, they line you up again. And in this case, they set up a table for Al to sit at to sign uh, the posters. And uh, you go through the line again. This time you're fully masked. Um, the entire time, and uh, JW's there to help translate because you're in a mask and Al's in a mask. And, and there's they, a shower curtain. <laughs> there's a shower curtain there, so he doesn't. You can't always hear each other clearly. But JW's there to translate. Oh, I, I forgot to mention something. Um, so when I went up for my picture, um, Al saw me and he goes, "Hey, happy birthday!" Oh, <laughs> yeah. He said hi, Dave. Or he's very happy to and he, uh, see us. Yeah, he, he said to Jackie, he's like, oh, I wish I could hug you, but yeah. <laughs> there's a shower curtain yeah, or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that was really nice. So, okay, so back to getting the poster. Yeah, so uh, we come around and, and uh, <laughs> I, I want to have in my, I'm a collector. You're a collector. You understand this. I want to have a, a clean, crisp copy of the, <laughs> the poster with no writing on it whatsoever. We talked about this when I, I yeah. wanted the same thing in Wilkesbury and I got my clean copy in Wilkesbury. So I'm like, I'm just going to get nothing on there. And then, uh, <laughs> and, and, as, and Jackie's like, well, I'm going to have multiple opportunities with you to do VIP. If you want me to, to, you know, 
get whatever you want on the poster. Just if you want me to get a blank one, I'll tell them I want a blank one. You know, so <laughs> I was like, no, no, just do whatever you want. It's okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. And then like I was just about ready to go up and I'm like, I have a great idea. Why don't I just ask Al if he will sign Daniel Radcliffe's name on my poster? Oh, was that your idea, Dave? No. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Dave, would it be really funny if you asked Al to sign Daniel Radcliffe's name? Because, Dave, you've had Al sign, you know, Weird Spelled Wrong and Yankovic and, you know, stuff like that. So. I don't think I've ever had him sign Weird Spelled Wrong. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe you did. <laughs> Who knows? But, but once you have Weird Al's signature on your body, permanently inked, you know, it's sort of <laughs> getting something signed. I don't know. Like, you know, if I meet Weird Al, I don't always ask him for a signature. I almost don't rarely ask him for a signature anymore, unless I can think of something really funny for him to sign or something right, funny right. for him, funny, creative for him to write or something. Well, or we're, something we're really in special. such suspense, Dave. What did you have uh, Al write? Well, I think I gave it away. Uh, and it was, yes, it was an Ethan suggestion. And E. <laughs> <laughs> I give credit where credit's due. He told me I could take credit for it, and then he took that back. Well, sorry, Dave. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's your birthday. I'll let this slip right. this time. <laughs> so, I, I asked, I went up to Al and I said, Will you sign Daniel Radcliffe's name? He's like, sure. <laughs> yeah, there's no like hemming or hawing. He was just like, yep. He goes, you want me to personalize it to Dave? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so he wrote to Dave, and then he so signed Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> and he, it's funny because uh, Weird Al always writes his first name, Weird Al, in like just block letters, and then he signs his last name in script. Well, he did that for Daniel's autograph. He wrote Daniel in block letters, and he signed Radcliffe, <laughs> and he underlined it. So it was just like he was doing his signature, but just with a different name. I have to imagine this has to have been the first time Al has signed Daniel Radcliffe's name on a, at least on this poster on this tour. I, mean, I have to imagine. I mean, he's probably not done too many autograph signings since we're the Al Yankovic story or since Daniel Radcliffe's been announced. Yeah, because that was just, what, in January yeah. they announced it, so... So I mean, and this, and I would think that if someone's paying all this money for VIP and they're not idiots like us, yeah, then, or hooligans uh, like hooligans, us, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the right that's word. That's the right word. Hooligans like us, that they, they would want a, a authentic Weird Al Yankovic signature. But uh, yep, Dave, Dave. So, uh, so I have a, a, a Daniel Radcliffe, a quote Daniel Radcliffe signature, a bootleg, a bootleg uh, Daniel Radcliffe signature. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, it was, fun. Uh, it was, it was so really great. sweet. I, I was able to to and, to. Uh, you know, thank Al again. You got to thank Al. I got to thank Al. This is the first time I've seen him since uh, he played our podcast theme song in Poughkeepsie. So I thanked him very much, and you know, he's he's just such a nice guy. Yeah, it was so it was so awesome, and it was really great. And um, I did give Al. You um, want to tell him about your shirt? What else? Oh, I about forgot about that. Um, yeah, because I, I changed since we got to the <laughs> hotel, so I wasn't wearing it now. Um, I was wearing one of my Valencia All Stars. Uh, right? Yeah. Okay, Valencia All Stars <laughs> t shirts. That was um, the name of the band, Al's first ever band with Joel Miller yeah. back in college, Valencia All Stars. I don't know how long they actually kept that name, but Al had drawn a logo for them on a shrinky dink. Shrinky dinked it, and then uh, <laughs> Joel Miller glued it on his bongos, and they are still there today. Yeah. So um, when uh, when we interviewed Joel, he sent us a, a nice high res picture, and uh, Dave and I got that um, you know digitized into right. a you know um, 
a, a file and then we printed up just a couple t-shirts one for each of us one for uh joel and supposedly one for al i don't know if he actually got it because he's he's, <laughs> he's surprised he, to see you yeah he's like how did you get this shirt he's like where was this from and so i just explained the process and and i said yeah it's it's great because i can you know, I can wear this shirt and absolutely no one aside <laughs> from you, me, and maybe Dave knows what the heck. <laughs> and all this of our podcast about. listeners. Our podcast listeners would know too. But, um, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to have such a, yeah, it's such a hooligan a cool, type shirt. Yeah, it's, it's a cool looking shirt. It is a really cool looking it's shirt. It's a fun logo. And knowing that Al hand designed it when he was in yeah, college. Just, just seeing Al recognize it and knowing, you know, what it was. And <laughs> that was a cool experience for me because I was standing a little bit off yeah, to the side yeah, yeah. and watching your interaction with Al. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding yeah. me. Of course, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why we, we have to be together because <laughs> it's it's always a, a blur meeting Al. It's just it's exciting and yeah, um, so so cool to get to meet Al, and the way out. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we're heading out, and uh, so the um, the Ryman thing where we Ryman Auditorium yes. has this uh, giant mural as kind of your walking. Oh yeah, did we even talk about this yet? No, that's what we're talking oh, about. Oh okay, now. <laughs> yeah, because we I, I did visit it, um, or you showed me like as we were walking in, I guess. Yeah, but we we were walking in, we we're sitting down, so we didn't really have time to study it. But so I wanted to make sure we saw the mural on the way out, take a picture with it and stuff. And and it's a mural of basically like I don't know how many hundreds of people hundreds. who have played at the uh, the Ryman Auditorium. And uh, and of course Weird Al's name is on there. And it's really and, and big Al, and Al's, bold. Yeah, really. Al's played several times, so he's got a nice prominent uh, spot spot on there and green green writing. Yes. Um, it's it's, it's kind of hard to miss. Yeah, you um, can't really be like it's at eye level basically. It's, Maybe a little shorter. It's really level. exciting um, because you know Weird Al just a couple below it is Flight of the Concords. Mm. Just a couple above it is Tenacious D. Nice. Next to Tenacious D, Kenny G. <laughs> and um, there's also someone else pretty close, right under <laughs> Flight of the Concords. Oh, yeah, uh, the guy who played, uh, he's been in several Weird Al's uh, music videos and, and other actors. Patton Oswalt. Ah, uh, gotta pass. Gotta pass. Gotta yeah. pass. So, uh, it's a bunch of, uh, like, just, uh, like, a ton of, of different, uh, you can s probably spend a long time just looking at all I the names. I spent a lot of time, and I would notice another name, yeah. and I was like, oh, hey, there's Jim Gaffigan, or, yeah, you know, yeah, Brian yeah. Regan. Yeah, there's Do Dolly Parton, and all those celebrities. Well, that, well so that was really and, and cool. Just, so the security guard was was standing there, not, and surprisingly, surprisingly, not throwing us out. Uh, <laughs> not yet. He did throw us out <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but he was explaining, you know, all, all the different. Um, I said something. I don't remember what the numbers were out of like the three hundred people in the hall of in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. One hundred and seventy-three of them have played it. And he said that the uh, the the Ryman was also the Ryman was recently like inducted, inducted into the, inducted the, Rock, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as like one of the twelve best venues in the world. Or yeah, the, I don't know. super cool. And uh, he pointed to Dolly Parton's name, and he's like, "You recognize this name?" And we're like, "Of course, of course we do." Freaking Dolly Parton, the <laughs> greatest. I think the security music. guard's name was Scott. And it he, was Scott. He said that um, when he's not doing security at the Ryman, he actually works. Uh, directly for Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah, for Dolly Parton, and and uh, so uh, the rumors, you know, that I've heard about Dolly Parton is is she is one of the nicest uh, people ever. Yeah. And and he said he said yeah. Well, let me tell you the truth. He said, what she, you see, she tones it she down. She tones it down. She's nicer <laughs> in person than she puts it out there. 
<laughs> which is just so cool. And then he said, he said, I actually had to stop going to her house for a while because she would continually feed me and I was getting fed. <laughs> so I told her, Dolly, I can't come over anymore when you're there. <laughs> oh, how awesome. So it's great to hear, get that confirmation from somebody who actually knows Dolly Parton at that level, that she's, she's amazing. Her and, and we all, uh, every single person we talk to on the podcast says similar things about Weird Al Yankee. Yeah, so yeah. It's cool that, you know, it's cool that, you know. Those worlds could cross yeah. for an evening. Uh, when actually, backing up a tiny bit, before we went in for our photo, um, <laughs> Ruben showed up. Oh, yeah. As the, uh, the meet and greet. That? He had a couple of his friends. He I'd, cut in line. He cut right in front of us in line. He did. <laughs> and uh, he brought his friends over to talk to Al. And they didn't actually get a photo. Yeah, surprise. Um, but he, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I met them. I didn't hear who they I were. I didn't hear their names. But I assume mus- they looked like musicians. Yeah. And, In Nashville. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. So odds are good. So um, so we got to see him, and, and he's like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Yeah, he actually, it was funny because they waited in line to, to, like, you're like, you're Ruben. You can just, like, cut to the front of the line. J.W. will let you. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it wasn't a long line. No, I, yeah. I think they were no, we're, to... we're the end of, We were basically the end of the line again because they went for the, the autographs. Uh, they did it in the same order from the back to the front. So we were at the end of the line, basically, anyway. <laughs> um, but so then we, uh, we exited the venue and uh, exited, like, the artist bus was right there yeah <laughs> so as soon as we walk out of the venue we saw chemo grammy award-winning jim chemo west just hanging out there so chat with him say hi to him and mm-hmm. of course you know anyone who's a musician uh is excited to play at the ryman so he yeah, would, you know he had some nice things to say about that and he said he thinks it was their third time there and uh, so that was really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Steve was right there. Steve J was right there. Yep, <laughs> and, hanging uh, out too, and got uh, to chat with Steve for a little while. Chat with Steve, and then um, and then I, I noticed uh, Ruben came out with his uh, friends, and he, they were hanging out. And uh, I guess Ruben wanted to introduce his friends to Bermuda because then Bermuda came off the bus and walked over, and they were having a conversation. Or he, or maybe he knew or them he too. Might, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we like in a very short amount of time. Um, yeah, so we got to meet all. We didn't want to interrupt, you know, John and, and Ruben. So we're like, well, let's let's. We probably shouldn't be here anyway. But right. <laughs> let, let's uh, let's head out uh, back to the car. And as we're walking away, that's when you know they, they kind of said hello to us and flagged us down, and we were able to have a nice conversation with. Uh, yeah, I haven't um, really gotten to talk to Bermuda in person at all, yeah. so it was really nice to to get to see him and from a distance and wearing masks. Yeah, of course, and everything, yeah, we're, of course. We're all being safe. Um, but it was really cool to get to talk to him, and we already mentioned a few things that uh, yeah, he cleared so, up for yeah, us. Yeah, he cleared up a few, uh, um, a few things. But what was really, uh, I think, my favorite part <laughs> was uh, Bermuda said, he's, you know, he wished me a happy birthday, and he's yeah. like, I didn't even realize it was your birthday. He's like, I, had, I wasn't on Facebook all day. But then before the concert, Al came up to me, and he said, hey, just so you know, it's Ethan's birthday today, in case you run into him. How awesome. <laughs> In case you run into him, like, you haven't run into him all tour. <laughs> what are the chances that we're going to run into him? But yeah, Al's making sure uh, people know that case. it's my birthday. Just, just in, in case. case. <laughs> the unlikely event, very unlikely event on this tour that we run into some let, let me band Let member. me uh, uh, christen this moment with a weird Al Yankovic, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, uh I think that catches us up. Uh, it catches us up, Dave. You you need to leave in a couple hours. Drive back I to do. New Jersey. I need to drive back to New Jersey. I've got a few more days here in um, 
in, in Nashville before I go home. And then once I go home, you go to Denver, Colorado. Yeah, so the next uh, two shows are going to be, I don't remember the name, the Ellie Calkins Theater, something to that effect. It's in Denver, Colorado. They're Dave-only shows, although Dave-only, which really Dave, Jackie, Heather, and Josh, <laughs> our friends Heather, and Josh Wesner will be out there. Uh, Heather designed our, our uh, logo for the yeah. podcast. Uh, good, great, best friends with Jackie for many years. They host the podcast together. Uh, yeah, so I'm bummed that uh, I'll be missing those two shows. Yes, yeah, so I'll be out in, in, in Denver, Colorado for those two shows, and then uh, I'll be uh, be driving to from Denver to Las Vegas, and then you will be coming out to Las Vegas. Yeah, and then we have, three, we have three shows. Three shows together in Las Vegas, just the two of us. We're, uh, we're, <laughs> Jackie's not coming to those, so it's just and, the two of us. And this was Kate's last show of the tour. Yeah. Uh, and all, so I mentioned to, we were telling Bermuda our tour plans, and and I said, my next shows will be the three in Vegas. And Bermuda goes, you're going to all three Vegas shows? I don't think I'm even going to all three <laughs> Vegas shows. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so those, so those be so. Uh, those are the next three, the next, I guess, five <laughs> reviews yeah. we'll be doing, uh, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I, smoothly. I, I did the math the other day. The, the third Vegas show will be my halfway point oh, cool. for the tour, which I don't know how that... I'm only. I'm not even halfway. <laughs> like I feel like I've gone to so many shows. And, but this all is f- my fifteenth tonight of the tour. That's so cool. yeah, I think we. we Yours is the twelfth. Tonight, twelfth of the show. Um, it's crazy. If I did that. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Because there were right. three Ethan onlys. So. And you're gonna two. catch up to me. Yep, okay. A little bit next week. Um, or this week. Jeez. Yeah. Monday later already. this week. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah. this was this was a lot of fun. So I'm really glad that we decided to go out to Nash- Nashville and and oh this is this an amazing whole so this is the f- yeah this is the first the first time i've seen the first time i've seen concerts in tennessee three shows in tennessee in a row and i loved all three of them i would definitely definitely come back to any absolutely. To the, the caverns for sure for the Ryman auditorium absolutely would come back to that i i i, I could do without the the freaking tons of people here <laughs> partying but no it's it's all cool don't worry it's I, part of the experience it's no it's just no this was this i was, was not really expecting great. that in nashville but yeah absolutely this this whole trip's been amazing uh it's been great to hang out with you and kate yeah it's been great you know jackie and i've had a wonderful time hanging out with you guys uh and uh and you know it's uh it's yeah, great it was, to get to hang out with you on your birthday. I'm glad that you decided to spend your birthday with us. Yeah, me too. I, it was just such a fun, uh, fun day from beginning to end. Uh, even the Kid Rock <laughs> portion of the, <laughs> the day was fun. It was fun people watching, yeah, of was. course. Um, and yeah, you know, just a wonderful, very memorable show. And, and uh, you know, how cool for Kate. She gets to meet Al and literally every single person in the band <laughs> right. within like a matter of five minutes. That so. was, uh, <laughs> That's pretty rare. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 17 centimeter.
All right, Ethan, I'm so glad to hear that you had a very, very happy birthday. But I've got a little bone to pick with you. Oh, what, Dave? There is a big birthday tradition for Weird Al fans, and I saw you drink the beer, but I didn't see you eat the broccoli. Oh, don't worry, Dave, I'm taking care of it.